From Kindred Church, your inclusive church family. This podcast is a collection of sermons from our weekly worship services in Durham, North Carolina. Whatever your background is, wherever you are on your faith journey, we hope this message helps you take your next steps in response to God's unconditional love. Well, hello and welcome to Kindred Church. It's so good to be with you if we've not met before. My name is Daniel. I'm the pastor here. And if this is your first time to tune in with us, we're especially glad that you've joined us. Uh, Real fast, before we get into today's scripture and sermon, uh, I want to invite all of you who are local to come out and join us for our Christmas Eve candlelight celebration. That's going to be this Saturday, December 24th at 5 p.m. at our normal worship location, the the AMC Classic Movie Theater in Durham. Uh, You can get all the, the details and and directions about how to join us on our website, which is kindrednc.church, or if you just click the announcements link in the podcast description or the the video description here, it'll get you all the details that you need. But we look forward to to seeing many of you in person worshiping with us on Christmas Eve. Uh, We'll also post an online version of the the Christmas Eve service uh, as well for those of you who are not local or or can't be there to to join us in person. But we're looking forward to a, a great celebration of Christmas together. Uh, Now, our scripture for today, as we are celebrating the fourth Sunday in this season of Advent, is from Luke chapter 1, and we're looking at verses 39 through 45, and it says this, Mary got up and hurried to a city in the Judean highlands. She entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. With a loud voice, she blurted out, God has blessed you above all women, and he has blessed the child that you carry. Why do I have this honor that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. Happy is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill the promises that he made to her. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, uh, we've got a special joy today. Uh, Minoka Yance is back to to preach for us. So I'm going to turn it over to her now as she continues and actually concludes our Advent sermon series, Honest Advent. Let's take a listen. We see in today's passage how the joy of the Lord is meant to be shared. And not only shared in some broad spectrum or general way, but meant to come to each of us embodied in the form of baby Jesus. In Jesus' arrival, God chooses to meet us in human form, and that cannot be taken for granted. It also cannot be taken for granted that we are embodied and each of us rejoice and celebrate in Jesus' birth. Each of us is molded and created by God, both body and soul. We're created on purpose, like a beautiful cathedral. A physical representation of God with us happened when each of us was born and continues to be happening as each of us go about our lives. We're created to point to something truly sacred, to a God that puts as much intention into each of us as a sculptor might with their masterpieces. Therefore, the idea that humans were created in the image of God matters for how Christians might navigate a host of cultural issues. Now, I've always known this to be true and a part of the Christian doctrine, 
but not often do we think about it and its implications, especially in Advent. The church often talks about things such as faith, hope, anger, things that we often think about as we connect them to the human experience. But rarely do we digest the implications of all of these things. The fact that we are people who have skin and eyeballs and bones matters just as much as it matters what's happening inside of our souls. We are valued by God because we have been created by God as an embodied soul. Now, I go to the gym at 6 a.m. two to three times a week. I really don't have time for this, but I make time for it. Because I came to the realization recently that if I don't care for my own body that God has offered to me, it's the only body that I'm going to have. And I don't know about you, but I often am willing to help and care for all the bodies around me, but often forget about my own body. And on days that maybe I don't care about my body, I do still care about the creator that created it. And the more that I go to the gym and become stronger, I'm reminded of the capacity to which my body has and also the capacity to which God has. Therefore, it becomes this sort of positive reciprocal relationship between the opinion that I have of my own body and the faith that I have. Soul and body, body and soul. And in my experience, the church has created a culture that focuses mainly on the soul and often forgetting the body. The body becomes a vehicle for more valued things, intellect, compassion, or it becomes the type of thing that will eventually be tossed aside at the final redemption of our world. But our bodies are just as important as the cultivation of these character traits, or even in the cultivation of spiritual disciplines. They are physical representations of our God in this world today. And what I enjoy in today's story from Luke is the physical nature of it. It's one of my favorite stories of the Bible. Not only is it the embodiment of love growing inside of Mary and Jesus or in Elizabeth and John the Baptist, but also it's that human connection between Mary and Elizabeth. I love to think about their friendship. It reminds me of often the friendships that I have in my own life and the ways that we celebrate one another's milestones. I often like to think about this story in maybe a modern day context. Elizabeth and Mary might be probably sitting in a cozy coffee shop, drinking a cup of coffee and leggings and a well-worn sweatshirt, talking about their lives and the joys that they have in this season. They didn't just share this news with their words. They shared it with their bodies. Mary looked forward to a vision of the restoration of the whole human family by going to find Elizabeth. Christmas can be a time when complicated fabrics of our family ties become sometimes painfully apparent. It's a time when we hope for restoration and healing in those most basic human relationships. The hope that we read about between Mary and Elizabeth in Luke's story is just another opportunity for our bodies to be connected by the love of God in what's growing in them, but also in the connection that's growing through them in their friendship. In them, we see the holiness of God's story 
and that it shouldn't be split from the humanness of our reality. Elizabeth is the first to bear witness to the Lord's presence once Mary learns the news of her pregnancy. Elizabeth's words and actions invite us to reflect on our own openness to the ways that God chooses to act in our world. In this Advent season, what do your body's actions say about our God? Do your words and actions invite others to see God? One way our physical selves can be more integrated into our faith is how we physically show up for each other. We can bear witness and encourage each other along the way of life. Helping one another to notice God brings hope and consolation way beyond our expectations. Elizabeth doesn't change the world that day. She really doesn't need to. All she has to do was open the door and offer kindness. Elizabeth uses her body as a physical representation of God's mercy to a woman who could have been told to go away because of her status as being pregnant and unwed. Mary, of course, uses her body too. Through her pregnancy, she bears witness to faithfulness. And lastly, Jesus uses his body inside of Mary because it makes real that bodies matter to the divine. God could have shown up in a host of different ways, but chooses a fleshly body. Jesus' body would be birthed, grow, and stretch, but would also continue to be the Son of God, a meeting between the finite and the heavenly that we can often see in ourselves. I think it was brave of Mary to get to Elizabeth's house and share the news and her physical body. Being unwed and pregnant, who knows what Elizabeth could have reacted or how she could have reacted to seeing Mary on her doorstep. Mary risked being stoned as an adulteress and still loudly and proudly announces her pregnancy as a miracle. And it's not hard to see why God chose Mary to carry out this mission. She was all in from the very beginning. Not only that, Mary may not have been necessarily ready in this new season of her body to show it and trust it to somebody like Elizabeth, but Mary trusted in God that her body in this present moment was just as divine as it ever had been. Now, I've never been pregnant, but I have seen my body change over the years, most of the time with lament and sorrow in tow. And I, don't want, I do not want to make any assumptions about anyone who might be hearing this sermon, so I'll only speak for myself. But I would guess that we all have parts of our body that we wish looked or functioned a little bit different. Our bodies can often cause a lot of pain, physically or emotionally. They can be the sources of shame or ongoing struggle. Our bodies have certain limitations, some more than others. I know I certainly have a complicated relationship with my own body. Really within the last year or so, would I be able to say that I both love the body that I have now, as well as to be able to appreciate the many iterations of how it's been. My body's got me to the year 31. My body's danced ballet, climbed mountains, worshiped God, hugged good people, and grown just as I have. 
In earlier seasons of my life, my complicated relationship with my body bled into my faith in God. I would sometimes unintentionally be so frustrated with my body that I would stop caring for it, which really meant that I believed that what God cared about wasn't important enough for me to care about. God is purposeful and all God's details work together for reasons that we see and reasons that we don't. So is there real life implications from the fact that Christian bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? I think we see that in today's story. When we rejoice in our own bodies as others might of others, we, the Holy Spirit is seen and celebrated. Just as Mary or Elizabeth or baby Jesus, our bodies are part of a sacred story. The story of the church and the story of our own faith embodied bodies become what others may see and be able to see who God is. You know, our friends around us, they can hear sermons, they can read scriptures to know God, but oftentimes a person comes to faith by the human connections they have to someone or a group of someones that remind them that God is real and worth following. Just as Mary chose to show her spirit-filled body to Elizabeth in this new season of joy, we too can be proud of where our bodies have led us to. We can be proud of the spirit that is in our flesh just as we await the Holy Spirit coming in the body of baby Jesus. To think biblically about our bodies, we must recognize that God has created something that is good and that matters. And if we claim Christ Lord over all, but we choose to create and treat our bodies like crap, our individual beliefs are hijacked by what we actually do. So this Advent season, how can we give more kindness to each of our bodies? How could the ways that we choose to care for our embodied souls be a way that we represent the ultimate embodiment of love? in Jesus. May this Advent season be a reminder that our bodies matter to God. Our bodies matter, and Jesus's body matters, and Mary's body matters. Bodies matter that do what we expect them to do, and bodies matter that do what we don't expect them to do, because all of them were cherished and loved by the God who created us all. And it goes without saying, or maybe it should be said more, but the church wouldn't be the church without our bodies that fill it. Sure, the church isn't a building, but it is a body. Let us view our bodies not in the light of our appetites or the appearance of how it may look in this current season of our life, but in the light of our souls and our theology and the one who has loved us always. Let us pray. Good and loving creator, you tenderly formed all of creation. Your fingerprints are on each place and creature, including us, your human children. We give you thanks for how you have fearfully and wonderfully made each of our bodies. Help us to see the changes in our hair, the aging of our faces, not as signs of decline, but a celebration of years spent walking with you. Thank you for the faith that we have and the love that shows up in the embodiment of our fleshly selves. 
This Advent, let us be filled with the Holy Spirit at the present of, presence of your coming Son, Jesus, but also to be leaping for joy as we share connection with one another. Our bodies may not be perfect, but, O oh God, without them we wouldn't be the church. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that wonderful message, Minoka. Uh, always glad when you can join us to, to preach. Um, well, friends, a few things here quickly for us before we go. Uh, the first is if you're new to Kindred, I would love to be able to connect with you. So if you'll click the connect link that you see in the video description or the podcast description here, uh, fill out the short form and I'll reach out to you soon so that uh, I can say hey and, and welcome and answer any questions that you might have uh, about our church. Um, also, if you're local, as I mentioned at, at the beginning, we would love to see you in in-person worship. That's especially true for our Christmas Eve service at 5 p.m. Uh, on Saturday at the AMC Classic Theater in Durham. Uh, but if you can't make that service, we would love to see you at another one of our upcoming worship services. You can get all the details about how to do that on our website. It's kindrednc.church. Uh, and finally, be sure to click the announcements link that you see in the video description or the, the podcast description here. That'll take you to this week's newsletter. And that has a bunch of important updates about our upcoming worship schedule. It's going to change a little bit over these next couple of uh, weeks as we're in the, the holiday season. It's got some information about ways that you can get involved and, and plugged into our community uh, if and when you're ready to, to do that. So with that, friends, remember that we love you. We hope you have a great week and may the peace of Christ be with you. Thanks for tuning in. If this message was meaningful to you, consider sharing it with a friend who might also find it meaningful. To support this ministry, to get involved with Kindred Church, or to learn more about us, check out our website, kindrednc.church. We hope you have a great week.